0: This week's podcast brought to you by Visual Theology. Go now to Visual Theology and use the code B-A-R for 15% off anything you purchase from their website. The link is in the show notes. Go now. Check it out. Enjoy the bar. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. the Reformation, yeah. The bar, Liverpool. Welcome, everybody, to The Bar. It's your boy, Dwayne, in the building right back in here. Another Tuesday, your favorite podcast coming through your speakers, through your pot, through your earbuds, through your, your headphones, your, your all the places you love to listen to The Bar. It's right here. It's your boy. And we're excited another Tuesday to keep coming through here with another great guest, The Bar. We pride ourselves on just finding these awesome people, making awesome moves in the kingdom. And this guy I actually found on Instagram, and uh love what he was doing, checked out some of his lives, and uh, he's got a lot going on. So I'm super excited to bring to you Mr. Josh. How are you, sir? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Josh. So let the people know who you are. Give You know, I'm going to give you the floor, to whatever you want to share, personal, professional. Let people know who you are and what you got going on, and then yeah. we'll get right into the conversation.
1: All right. So uh, my name is Josh. I am the founder, I guess. Um, maybe the captain that's probably a little bit cooler (laughs) of sword and pencil so sword and pencil is just uh, a place where I put a bunch of online illustrations Um, as far as other juicy bits of who I am the rest of it is old books and bourbon and some naps (laughs)
0: <laughs> i love it josh i love it man so uh let's start from the the, the pinnacle man let's talk about uh sort of pin what what inspired it uh and and where did everything come from and then talk about what direction you want to see it going yeah yeah for
1: sure so um it all started i guess officially when i was in seven i mean i've been doodling my whole life you know i kind of grew mm-hmm. up drawing pictures in church on the back of tithing envelopes, and then all throughout my school career and stuff. But when I, I'm, so I'm from Canada, from the Great White North, and uh, the seminary I went to is Toronto Baptist Seminary. And while I was in seminary doing my master's, I would still draw pictures, so I'd be sitting in the back of a systematic theology class. And uh, <laughs> one, one day I was sitting there and I just had this little epiphany that most a ton of famous theological people were named John. And so like five (laughs) or six years ago, I started drawing this rock band in my notes and I'd pass it around to my friends and, you know, like a good seminary student distracting everyone, drawing stupid pictures. Of course. And then it just kind of sat around one day, my wife and I were moving. So I got married after that. My wife and I were moving from one apartment to another and I started showing her some of these drawings and she's like, Hey Josh, you should post these online. People might, enjoy them. And so I did. I posted the first couple online, the Theological Jones of Rock. And uh, that was like about a year ago. And it sort of took off underneath me and I wasn't expecting it to. Um, So that's kind of where it all came from. Just like some doodles in class.
0: Gotcha. That's pretty cool, man. So, uh, any mothers listening, your, your child is doodling on the back of the uh, tied envelope. Don't yeah. get mad. It may turn into something one day, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm such a great so, example. Be bored during church, yeah. be bored during school, be bored during seminary right. and doodle. Of course, yeah.
0: Hey, turn into something. So let let's talk a little bit about you know your your uh your your journey, man. You know what led you to go to seminary, like kind of like your conversion, uh, and yeah, then yeah. even you know just you know all of that side as far as you know doctrine and theology and what led you in that direction.
1: For sure. So um, grew up in a Christian home. Um, I was saved as like a young boy at about eight. You know, saw the Jesus movie. Mm-hmm. Um. My dad tells a story like, "Oh man," that I just like kind of fell in love with Jesus. That he would do something like that. I mean, like I'm eight, so I had the faith of a child. I guess <laughs> um, I felt like I was wrapping my mind around any giant theological concepts. Um, and then since there, like, just kind of grew up in the church it was pretty nominal, you know, like went to church, did the stuff. Um, my parents were pretty hardcore, which I I reap the rewards of now. Um, so like we went through in our family devotions, like Grudem's systematic theology and Burkhoff's systematic mm. theology and Sproul Table Talk. You're doing the three month thing, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burkhoff. We just did that. Yeah. Subtle plug for you. And so, um, <laughs> I, I knew all the answers to stuff, but like it kind of just wasn't really deep in my soul. You know what I mean? Like I was just a mm-hmm. mediocre kid as far as spiritual stuff. Um, and so then when I went to university, um, I did my undergrad in physics. And what I decided to do was put the two things to the test. So my first year, I put the resurrection of Jesus to the test. Because like Paul says, I mean, I mean, I knew the scriptures, but like Paul says, if Jesus isn't um, resurrected, then we are to be pitied above all people, eat, drink, be merry, because tomorrow you're roasted anyways, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, the resurrection is the first thing up on the table. The Bible even says, so if the resurrection's gone, you don't need to be a Christian anymore. Um, And so I took, on top of all my physics classes, I just read a ton on the resurrection, intertext, like stuff inside the scriptures, to cultural stuff. And I just grew more and more and more convinced that, yep, Jesus, the Christ was risen from the dead. And so then my second year, like, it, it wasn't over. I was like, hey, I have to put the second thing to the test. Like, I need to make sure that the scriptures are true. Because even if Jesus is risen from the dead, if the Bible isn't authentic and it isn't true. Like, if the textual analysis doesn't pan out, then it doesn't matter because I can live how I want to live anyways. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was kind of, like, elbowing against, like, kind of my upbringing. Why do I believe what I believe? I took it all kind of at face value, and I just put it all on the table. Um, And then again, through a ton of studying, I was like, yep, I'm convinced that the Bible's true. And so after the first two years, I became, I was like, yep, I'm legit a Christian. Um, I love everything that's going on, and I'm convinced of all the truth. And so I got involved in, uh, like, the on-campus, uh, Christian organization that they had I I led it for a couple years. Um and that was a blast. It was like one of the most fun times in my life. Uh super exciting spiritually, but then in my 4th year of seminary, um I got super I depress- oh, no, 4th year of my undergrad, sorry. I got super depressed and burnt out. Um mm. and so kind of just like unwound a bit, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I mean, at that time in my life, I wouldn't even have called it depressed and burnt out. I just, I didn't understand any of my emotional states. I just felt off, you know? Um, also right at that time, I had an offer to go to seminary um, and an offer to lead a missions trip for a year to um, mid-eastern Africa. There's a Spanish-speaking... Colony there, and my background is Spanish, Um, and so I mean I didn't want to do any of it because I was pretty depressed. But I didn't know I knew I should do one of them. That makes Mm. sense. And so I kind of just struggled that summer. Um, I worked at a camp as a counselor, and then any time I had off to myself, I'd kind of just go for walks and try to pray and read read the Bible and process what I was supposed to do with the next chunk of time in my life. And uh, if you have any questions, man, just jump in. I mean, I
0: can rant forever. (laughs) Oh, no, no, you're fine, man. You're walking us through.
1: Keep going. Yeah, and so um, one guy who I was really close to um, shared this story with me, and it has stuck with me for a long time, and it is these two people go into the forest, and they are paid to cut down trees. So they're lumberjacks. Um, And as a Canadian, I guess I resonated with the lumberjack idea. Um, (laughs) And so one guy goes in and he just like gets right down to work. You know, he takes his axe, chop, 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 starts cutting down trees. And the other guy sits down and he starts sharpening his axe. And like half an hour goes by. The other guy's got a couple trees down and the guy's still sharpening his axe. Another half an hour goes by and the guy's got a couple more trees down, but he's starting to slow. And he gets annoyed at the other guy who isn't cutting anything down. He's like, man, like, I'm working so hard. You're not doing anything right now. And he's the guy who's sitting sharpening his axe says, I'm taking the time to get my tools ready. So when I start, I'll be more like I'll be more efficient or I'll be better, better suited for the task. And it kind of hit me because I was like, you know what? I grew up um and i learned a ton of stuff about theology and doctrine and being in the church but i had this opportunity that not everybody is afforded to go to seminary and get my tools sharpened so that when i go out into the the harvest i'll be better used and that just that struck me um and so i decided to put the missions trip on hold i moved to toronto to do my masters at seminary um yeah, and, I mean, I can walk you through seminary, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. That's semi- cool, man. Seminary no, is a whole other animal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying, seminary is a whole yeah. other animal with its own trap doors of life, but.
0: <laughs> totally, totally get that. Totally get yeah. that. I didn't go to seminary, but I definitely see, uh, you know, how that could be a whole nother show just talking about that (laughs) aspect of it for sure yeah for sure man what one thing i love uh about uh what you're doing uh with the instagram is the lives Mm -hmm. and the the, the conversations that you have and and the feedback so what what inspired you to do that
1: um so i'm very much like a like a people person you know so the Mm -hmm. posting is funny you know like i love getting to draw pictures and post it um but getting to be able to communicate with other people and get feedback and i kind of started recognizing i mean like i started getting a ton of messages every day questions about the the quotes that i would post or uh whatever Mm -hmm. just and i i told my wife i was like i've gotta I, i have desires in my heart like down the road i do feel called to ministry um And so I told my wife, I was like, I'm just going to start doing things that I know I would love and appreciate if other people did. And because I'm not in ministry, I can kind of do it the way I want and feel that God wants Mm -hmm. me to without any politics or polity around it. And so I decided to take those topics and all of the questions that I was getting in DMs, which are tough, man, like people were coming to me with like, porn addictions and marriage issues and don't understand mm-hmm. the love of God and grew up in the church and been abused and, like, all these things. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, and I would ask <laughs> them, like, do, do you feel like you can talk with people in your church about some of these things? And some of them were like, no, because mm. they have this idea that if they tell me the truth, my life should change. And they don't recognize that there's a lot of discussion. I think that, I mean, I personally feel that the church needs to have around how we feel in response to the truth and how long it takes for us to understand, to live out the truth. And so I just decided to take all those topics and be as honest as I possibly could. I mean, some of it comes from my own experience, and some of it I ask people if I can share some of their authenticity, because, I mean, I haven't gone through everything. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's turned out pretty amazing. Like, I've been really surprised that people tune in Um, I also Mm -hmm. love sharing a drink with people so you put a little bit of bourbon or tea or whatever (laughs) I feel like people it's communal you know
0: oh yeah that's dope, man. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've tuned in a couple of times and, and really enjoy it. Um, and, um, and you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say, or maybe not the first, but I'll, I'll put it out there, man. You, you, you definitely may want to look into podcasting, uh, just by, you know, <laughs> the way that you, you, you handle yourself. And like, say so you love people and you love providing, you know, good content, man. I'll, I'll put that out there. I'm sure you probably heard that before. Right.
1: You know what? I haven't I haven't heard that. I've heard people just say, "Hey, save your live videos and put them on YouTube," which I'm trying to learn how to do. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good too. I, yeah, I haven't thought about podcasting. Um,
0: well, if when you when you if you think about it, holler at me, man. I I hook you up. I make <laughs> you sure you uh, got what you need. Yeah, man, I got you.
1: Yeah, you don't want me to be scratched. You know what? I like. I feel like so often. I'm sure you felt like this when you first started. Just like stumbling around in the dark all these technological things and blah uh-huh. man I'm like I'm a pen and paper kind of guy and like uh right and so like someone was like hey do you think you like say you could get this stuff up on YouTube and I was like I don't know <laughs> <Like I'm> gonna, <laughs> it took me a long time to figure some stuff out and so right um, I'm gonna try to do that this later on today and just see if I can get some video up there no but nice, i appreciate nice. it no, that, i appreciate it yeah
0: yeah no i think i think that will be good youtube would definitely be good for you um but like i said because i definitely enjoy it and youtube will expand your audience as well uh people yeah. that aren't on uh instagram yeah, or yeah. whatever so but hopefully you get a whole lot whole uh gang of people following you on instagram after this show man because uh we're yeah. gonna make sure we put a link to your Instagram and anything you got going on in the show notes. So as far as uh you know, I know you mentioned ministry maybe in the future. Um yep. when you say that, do you think maybe, you know, in what direction as far as ministry is like 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 starting a church or being a plant or starting a church? What what do you think God is? You know, and it's okay if you, you know, if you don't want to share that because you, you're not hundred percent sure, but where do you feel yeah. a call or a pull as far as ministry goes?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't mind sharing it all. Thanks for asking. So um, definitely pastoral type stuff, but not fully mm-hmm. the preaching pastor. Um, like, I mean, I like preaching, um, but I really have a heart for like discipleship, which is kind of along the lines of the Sword and Bourbon, the live videos, more along the lines of really honest discipleship. Um, and so we're a part of it. My wife and I are part of a church plant right now. And there are pros and cons to that, you know, some stuff's easy, some stuff is the opposite of easy. Um, And so I kind of just patient enough, like, so in my journey, I've, I've decided to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and be like, I don't want to get ahead of God. But I've also recognized that um, in that whole analogy of sharpening the axe, you can sharpen your axe for too long, eventually, you have to get up and start cutting down (laughs) some trees. And so I'm kind of using sword and pencil. My goal with that is for it to somehow, by God's grace, um, allow it to be a launching pad for other things, whether that be like some financial stability. So when we go do a church plant or get involved in a church, whatever it is, the church doesn't need to be as stressed and burdened by financially providing for me and my wife and if we ever have kids, you know what I mean? Um, yes yes and so i i can yeah i'm i kind of see sword and pencil continuing just because i love doing it and for the time being i have no plans on stopping <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but kind of like pastoral ish type stuff
0: okay okay that's legit man that's legit yeah. all right i definitely can see that for sure uh right here we're gonna take, take a quick break and we'll be right back What's up, Bar listeners? It's your boy, Dwayne, again, coming here to talk to you about visual theology. I got the book when it first came out, I think maybe a year ago, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, They had pictures and, and graphs that pretty much laid out systematic theology in a way that I've never seen before. I am one that I am very visual, so visual theology speaks right to me. So from that book, they started a website with prints. And study, guys, for the great book as well as many other things. Go to the website right now. All bar listeners get fifteen percent off by using bar in the promo code. So go now, check it out. VisualTheology forward slash pages forward slash bar. Go today, make it happen. All right, we in here with my man Josh uh my instagram buddy um i'm so <laughs> super excited to have him in here man definitely enjoy having you on the bar and uh your bourbon man definitely uh, i guess i gotta get to canada so we can uh can sit down and enjoy uh uh, uh some some fine bourbon at a bar you know you'd be with the guy from the bar sitting in a bar, you know, I think that'd be pretty cool, <laughs> be awesome.
1: man. I mean, I've been, I've been thinking about coming down to the States and for a little oh, while, and just please do a trip and then just hang out with all you guys. I mean, like, so everything there's cheaper, man, like alcohol and cigars. My wife's <laughs> like, Josh, I don't know if we can move down there. All your bad habits are going to, <laughs> more affordable
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny we'll, we'll definitely welcome ones. you josh that's for sure yeah, yeah. we'll welcome you for sure you 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 have a spot down here with us man for sure <laughs> man so what i like to do on the back end man is um what i call the bar signature questions i'm gonna give you our three bar signature questions and then we're gonna head on out of here man so for sure the first bar signature question is what kind of music do you listen to
1: I'm a folk guy. I love folk music. Oh, so, nice. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like if it's Bob Dylan or like, I just love it. Jared in the Mill. Folk. That's cool, I feel like man. That, that must be a me.
0: Canadian thing.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, as soon as I said, I'm like, this is like a
0: a white Canadian <laughs> dude thing,
1: or like. Maybe, well, you like, know, Tim Tim Colorado Challenge people. said the
0: same thing. <laughs> <laughs> said folk he did he did say folk
1: oh man I wouldn't have guessed that you know I live uh I live like pretty close to Tim Challies
0: oh nice nice (laughs) yeah yeah he said folk so uh, um the next signature bar question is what book or books are you reading
1: so currently I'm reading uh
0: Anna Karenina
1: which is a book by Leo Tolstoy. So I'm a huge fan of, like, classic literature. I think it's one of the most... I'm going to do a plug for, for one of my own thoughts. I think that every Christian should read a ton of good theological books, but I think that they should read a ton of good literature because it makes you understand and feel uh, real big concepts personally. Um, so I'm reading Anna Karenina by Tolstoy, and I'm also reading a handful of articles on hermeneutics imperatives um and pauline um implications by gordon fee so
0: good <laughs> cool. light stuff that's, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. Good list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good stuff all right the last signature bar question is what uh podcasts or sermons do you listen to if any
1: so yeah yeah so as far as podcasts go um I listen to like select podcasts, so I mean, like, I've listened to Serial. I don't know if you're if you've listened to Serial mm-hmm. or S Town, whatever. I listen to stuff you should know, um, some things like that. But one that I really like is uh, this might be controversial, but I'll listen to Joe Rogan when he has good, <laughs> um, like good, like so he's had Jordan Peterson and a ton of scientists. I'll do that. Um, as far as sermons, I actually got sent a couple sermons by a guy named Jack Deer. Recently, I don't know if you know who he is. Mm-mm. Yeah, so he used to be a professor at, I think, Dallas Theological Seminary. He's like a Hebrew professor, dude. He's a like a Reformed, charismatic guy. And one of my friends who's more in the charismatic realm sent me these uh, sermons to check out. And... They've been—they're different, but they've been pretty good. So, nice. Okay. I mean, I like to keep it as controversial as possible. Apparently,
0: <laughs> of course, of course. No, I, I like Joe Rogan too. I'm not ashamed to say it because I mean I'm a podcast connoisseur. Like I—I I, I really yeah. study, you know, the art and the craft of podcasting. And Joe Rogan is—you know—he's—he's he's probably one of the best in the business. So, no, that's 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 welcome here at the bar. We're good at that, man. Yeah, yeah. So, no, um,
1: you're totally right. He's go ahead, Josh. Like, Yeah, he's a, he's like a genius interviewer, man. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, I heard the other day, like he's probably had over like a billion downloads of his podcast, which is just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. that's insanity. I don't like, so, I mean, you're, you're great. I mean, uh your style is great and questions are great. So you're learning from good people, I mean, I find Joe Rogan a fascinating <laughs> Thank you. person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's really good at what he do. Um, um, he definitely, he's at the top of the charts when it comes to uh podcast and downloads. So, you know, why not, you know, check out the Michael Jordan podcast. So definitely, definitely got you, man. Um, <laughs> yeah so in cl- in closing, man, uh I'd like to give you a little space to uh just listeners any words of encouragement, and then we'll be out of here,
1: yeah, I would say one of the things that really motivates me um and i've I'm writing an essay on this right now is uh like Christians and humor and truth, and wrapped up in all that is I think that um as Christians, it's okay to take um ourselves personally less seriously in order to take the truth more seriously. And so by yeah. that I mean, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to look like idiots some of the time. We're going to be hypocritical. Don't worry about it. And when you do that, you make the truth look more amazing. You know, so mm. God's power that's is made perfect in our weakness. So that's kind of what sword and pencil is. Like, it's a little bit funny. I can take myself not super serious. I don't really care if people think I'm good or not good, because it's all about people taking
0: Jesus very seriously. Hey Amen. Hey Amen. That's good. I like that. Yes, sir. I think yeah. I probably already lived by that unknowingly, man, because I, <laughs> I don't take myself serious and I'm always uh making fun of myself. So good deal, yeah, man. It Josh, I appreciate your time yeah thank you yeah man it really is it really is but yeah man i appreciate your time man and coming on and uh blessing us with your presence man make sure you guys follow uh josh on instagram we'll definitely have a direct link to his instagram account and maybe by the time this show drops he'll have a youtube channel who knows so yeah, who we'll knows? know by then anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right but, uh you get fucked Make sure you check out The Bar every Tuesday, Barpodcast.com. We're on Facebook. Just search The Bar Podcast. Instagram and Twitter, The Bar underscore podcast. And until next time, you guys, we are out. what's up bar listeners it's finally here the bar exclusive content yes that's right you can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as two dollars a week or five dollars a month fifty dollars for the year to get exclusive content what is the exclusive content i'm glad you asked exclusive content is additional information from my guests extra time with them and like the green moon setting laid back them asking me questions i ask them questions and also the facebook group you get a invitation